0: The VR Report Podcast with David Gino. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is David O from The VR Report, and I have my special guest, Emre Tanagan. Emre, how are you doing, my man?
1: Good, good. How are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for being on the podcast. You know, um, people have been paying attention to Paradidral VR. It's a drum game, but in VR, but it's much more than that. Do you want to give a quick explanation on who you are and what Paradiddle VR is? Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, so um, I've been developing Paradiddle a VR drumming sim, like mixed with a rhythm game kind of, for the past um, almost like six years now, uh, since when I first started the first prototype. Um, and yeah it's been it 's been great it 's kind of a mix between a game for, and an educational tool, so I think it appeals to a few different um crowds and yeah it's been it 's been great. We just launched it on the MetaQuest store this week, so that 's been super exciting um, and we 'll dive more into some of the cool stuff we added for that. but yeah, excited to keep growing it, keep working on it it 's been great
0: awesome. Can you share some of your background, particularly your journey into VR? Uh, yeah. You started out at, D- at Disney, uh, working at the Imagineering team. Can you pe- tell people what that's all about and yeah. your backstory?
1: Yeah. So uh, my background in college was in computer graphics and like game development, and around that time um, was when the first like Oculus DK One was coming out. You know, VR was starting to get exciting for a lot of people again. Um, and around that time, I. I worked at Disney Imagineering, which, for the people who don't know, they design and build the theme, Disney theme parks around the world. Um, so it's it's this company that employs people from all these different disciplines, which is super cool, like mechanical engineers and artists and storytellers. So it's a really cool mix of people. And I was specifically on the R&D team there, um, where we use we were looking at emerging technologies like VR to see how that can be that can improve the iteration and design process um, for a Disney theme park. So for instance, we had this um, giant curved wall, like cave system book as a meeting room, and you could load up a new ride that hadn't been built yet for a Disney park and, you know, ride it by like wearing 3D glasses and head trackers um, and make small tweaks, which, you know, like when you're talking about a building project that at that scale, like any, time and money you can save, like any little changes you can make before you actually start building a thing is super valuable for the company. Um, and yeah, so that's that was my first time seeing VR. Like that room was my first time experiencing VR and it just blew my mind and I just wanted to work with those guys because um, I was there for a competition and then I ended up working with that team um, where, yeah, I just got to play with a bunch of VR AR hardware and build some fun stuff.
0: That's great. And then you took the information in terms of how to simulate user experience on actual physical rides. But -hmm. then you kind of took that information and went on to Magic Leap, prototyping a lot of AR experience. Can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah. Um, So then I was at Magic Leap for four years where I was a prototype developer in the hand tracking team. So, you know, the hand tracking team was constantly iterating on the actual hand gesture recognition system. And iOS tests to come up with um, interactions that could properly make use of those and give them feedback on how we can improve it further. Um, and we had in development hardware. So it was like a lot of moving pieces, um, which was like super fun. And then I also got to work on some of the core applications on the system, like our avatar system a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was it was really I was there during our Magic Leap One launch and everything, so that was an exciting time to be there.
0: You know, there was no bigger hype around <laughs> AR with yeah. uh, those whale videos you did. Yeah, I, know. I, <laughs> I worked at uh, the the OG Meta, the Y Combinator Meta that. Uh, <laughs> was really, you know, uh, also doing AR, so we we would watch those videos, and we're watching very closely what you guys are doing, so that was a lot of good friendly competition back then, so, Uh, so cool, so what motivated you to start Paradiddle, are you a a drummer?
1: Yeah, um, so I'm a drummer, Um, I've been drumming for like 10 years now, I think, and in college I was in the marching band drum line, so, you know, I'd be drumming there as well. Um, but after I graduated, I find it increasingly difficult to practice um, in a, like living in a city. Because you know, as we all know, like drums are loud they're they can be expensive, if you're looking for quiet ones, like electronic drums, and they take up a lot of space. So if you're living in a small apartment in a city, like it's just a non starter for most people. So around that time, um, the first HTC Vive developer kits were coming out with like six stuff track controllers. So I wanted to see if I could actually make a practice tool for myself initially. Like I wasn't even thinking of turning it into an app. It was just for myself. Um, And then the way I tested it was I recorded, I played actual songs I knew how to play in real life in VR as this test for myself to see, okay, like will this idea actually work in VR? Can you get close enough to the real life experience um, where I can decide to now stick to it and keep developing that. Um, yeah, so I made the first prototype in like twenty sixteen, I think, and just shared the videos. And over time, people wanted to try- check it out, so I decided to turn it into an actual app.
0: Now, there's a lot of other drum simulating games on the market, specifically for VR. What really sets the Paradiddle VR apart?
1: Yeah, um, I think from the beginning we really focused on the realism aspects like a lot more. Um, there are some other ones that are more like arcadey, I'd say, like not trying to replicate the real life experience as much. But, you know, even from the get go, we added, you know, you could use your pedals with the app or the drums actually sounded super realistic based on how you hit them. Like we really tried to nail down those details that an actual drummer might look at, focus for a while. And then more recently, we're also looking at mixed reality now. Um, So that's been super exciting with the Quest 3, especially because Um, now we can actually augment your real physical drum kit with, um, with like a song, the notes for a song, right? So you can actually see the notes, um, on your drums and then try to get a better sense of how the song is played. Maybe practice a certain section again. It's for people also.
0: I think you're solving a really big problem because having a drum kit in New York city in, in, in your own like domicile would be really difficult (laughs) with neighbors. Uh, So I think that's really cool, and also the videos have just been phenomenal, and you can get such a great reaction from the community, especially on social channels like Reddit. I want to go into the Mixed Reality component later on, but I did want to first ask you, uh, that might be very beneficial for other developers trying to get the attention of Meta or get into the store from App Lab. Can you you describe your process on getting to the Meta store? Because first you had... Uh, publish your game on Steam, yeah. uh, and then also on SideQuest, and then now recently to the store. Can you share for other developers who are going through that struggle, what were some tips and tricks in your experience going through that?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, I mean, it was a pretty long journey for us, like 2016, 2017 until now. Um, but I think what helped us a lot is, yeah, trying to build that community that you were talking about. Like we started a Discord server super early on, um, like maybe 2017 or something and maybe I had like 10 people in there for like months but you know over time I would keep sharing these drum covers I was talking about on Reddit especially and start getting feedback from people and I would try to channel people into the Discord as much as I can to um you know tell them you know if you want to keep up with developments you can just hop on our Discord and you can give us feedback on here so really trying to build like a connection, um, almost like a personal relationship with a, a lot of these early testers and um, players I'd say. And then over time that I think starts to turn more into like a community that's really rooting for you. Um, Cause like we never did paid marketing or anything like that. It's always, you know, trying to stick to organic, just sharing our videos, trying to channel people into discord. Um, you know, organizing events to get people to make content for the app, like we organized drum cover contests for a few years. Um, So it's been a lot of that. And eventually, um, yeah, we got the app on SideQuest, which was super helpful for us in terms of visibility, because, um, yeah, like when you're not on the store, normally, you don't really get much visibility. So um, that was really helpful. And just, again, continuing the same process of, and anytime we had a new feature or new like cool thing to show just post on reddit post on discord um just try to build the community out more um and yeah over time i think that, that just kept building up and especially with the mixed reality features this year i think we reached the point where it was like store ready and now we're in the store so um yeah that's kind of how it happened I think
0: and for the quest 3 version with mixed reality how is that experience now integrating real drums
1: uh yeah so there are a few ways of doing it uh the best way is like if you have an electronic drum kit you can you literally just connect it over usb to your quest and then um the app is able to detect when you're hitting your real drums at that point so you can connect um like we have this kind of rhythm game mode built into the app and you can play basically any of those songs in the app with your real drum kit and you know practice and learn how to get better on these songs uh it's been really cool the first time i got that prototype working i think it was earlier this year like it was this magical moment i was like wow these all these systems are working together and i really do feel like i'm mixing you know the real world with the virtual in like this meaningful really cool way um so yeah we're excited that other people get to try that now and um yeah we're just excited i'm super excited to get feedback and keep improving it i think
0: that's super cool like you've identified an audience which are people who who love playing drums that may want to be better at drums or you know don't have the physical space Mm -hmm. to actually have a drum kit and you know have to interfere with sound so you identified that as the kind of persona in terms of Getting organic traffic, you, you really focused on Discord, trying to um, have good interaction by providing videos, pri- early builds, getting that feedback, um, and then doing some marketing activations by helping some developers. Hey, come mm-hmm. make your own content, having contests. Those are all real cool. Um, in terms of that community building, though, what in hindsight, if you were to go back and give younger MRA advice... What are three things that you learned? You're like, wow, if I had these three things that um, I wish I knew at the early stage, this could have helped me tremendously. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the first thing that I learned that really surprised me was like how willing people were in the VR community to test stuff that's like very, in the be- very much in development, like very early builds of things and give you really helpful feedback. Um, yeah that, like, I just wasn't expecting that. I thought I had to have like a finished thing, and I released that, and then you know we see what people say about it. but um, that took me a little while to learn. and once I figured that out, it made this whole iteration so much more uh, both motivating for me and the development team, I think, because you see actual people you know using your tool and giving you helpful feedback, and that keeps you going. But I think the community also appreciates seeing that because um, unlike like a big game studio or something, they're you know directly interacting with a game developer and like their ideas might even make it onto the game or like app they're using um, so it creates this special connection I think on both sides um, so yeah, that was really interesting for me um, The other thing was um, I think. Yeah, i think i was overthinking some of um so we mentioned like posting on social media um you know i'm not a huge social media person like person i don't use them a lot so i was always exaggerating in my mind of like how i was going to share all the stuff and like was i going to say the right thing and you know i I think um i would kind of keep pushing back certain announcements and things because i didn't think i knew the right thing to say um but Weirdly enough, like the less I started worrying about that stuff, the better our posts started doing. And um, like I've been trying to see it more like it's just a conversation with people. Just you know, you just post something cool, and um, when people comment, you just want to have a conversation with them and actually want to hear their real opinions. So again, like if I had made that realization earlier, I think I probably could have been sharing a lot more online and just like involve people in our development process a lot more. Um, That's still something we want to do more, but um, we still try to share as much as we can, like publicly on social media, I think. So that was the second thing. Yeah, I'd say uh, the third thing I realized was that um, because this was like my own kind of little project I was working on on the side, I think initially I was like very protective of it. I was worried about like involving more people on it. Like, I wasn't sure if we sh- there should be more of us working on it, and I, I was just um, you know, I just wanted to finish this project of mine and to, like, put it out in the world. but I think I could have like opened it up more um, early on and like let more people help me out in the process with development and everything. Like now we have people in our community actually building tools around the app, um, and they're all like excited to be doing that. And, we share some early builds with them. Um, I think initially I was still like kind of like, yeah, weirdly protective of what I was building. Um, so I think I'd be a bit more open and just like relaxed and share, share more um, with our community um, if I was doing it again. But, you know, it took us years to realize all this stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm still happy with like the community we have right now.
0: That's invaluable information. I really appreciate you being so transparent on that. Um, I can see from people in your community, especially some of the comments that I've read, some of them are are musicians. Can you Mm -hmm. share how some musicians are actually incorporating Paradiddle into the actual workflow?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's something that's really valuable to us because musicians are actually the best people who can... um, who make the best content with the app, honestly, because they'll make things like that we hadn't really thought of in the past. But so the core of the app, I mean, we talked about different aspects, but the core of the app is a like a realistic simulator. So we have over 60 realistic percussion instruments in there um, that all like sound very realistic when you hit them differently, like stronger versus slower, like softer. So you can actually um, connect that to your own audio software if you want um, over MIDI or just get the raw output and yeah, very easily um, include that in your workflow for audio production. Um, because it's much easier than getting some like, $500 like, drum pad or you know, fancy like, equipment like that. If you just have a drum part you have in your mind, it's super easy to just play that out and record the output. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've definitely heard from people who are uh, using this as part of their workflow. Um, and yeah, that's, that's been really cool. I'd say that's like a small percentage of our user base, but that's like a really valuable um, part because yeah, those types of use cases. that's just so cool that like someone can use this tool to actually make music and make their process easier, I think.
0: That's interesting. It would be also a good exercise to figure out who this user is and where they actually use their workflow and to figure out mm-hmm. if, you, if, if you're delivering on that so then mm-hmm. more people like that can understand like, hey, the cost of getting a yeah. VR headset and buying the software is so much more cheaper than doing yeah, yeah. that exact same thing in, in real life. That, that's fantastic. Uh, as, a, as a CEO and also founder, are you starting to think of business expansion and in-app purchasing? How do you go about... Thinking about that especially when you could kind of automatically imagine how that would work mm-hmm. with with a drum simulator
1: yeah um, so we've been thinking of some expansion packs similar to what some like other rhythm games have been doing I think that's that'll be like a straightforward place for us to start um, like adding songs from well-known musicians or even partnering up with them on sort of exclusive like items in the app maybe you know you get um, a well-known band and get their drum kit in the app or something like that. Um, just to, you know, make that experience even cooler for people. And we've also been talking to some like educational partners. Uh, I mean, I've already heard of some people using the app in like music schools and music lessons and stuff in like really small settings, but we've talked to a few partners on potentially like marketing this to schools, um, who might be interested because Again, because instruments can be really tricky for various reasons, like if you have a VR headset, maybe now you have access to a whole music studio, right? And you can have people experiment with instruments they would have never been able to play before. Um, So that's something else we're thinking about. And then more recently with the mixed reality expansion, um, I'm also been wondering what it might look like to partner up with like a drum manufacturer maybe. Um, I'd say like we haven't, made a ton of progress on that yet, but um, just because it's so new, right, it's, um, now we're suddenly talking about augmenting a real object, so it's interesting to imagine what that might look like if you were to actually partner with the creator of that object, like what that tighter integration might look like.
0: I really like that idea because if you consider all the real drum manufacturers I don't think that mm-hmm. they would consider this as competing they would consider this as like a first touch for someone at a yeah. maybe at their early early teens thinking about drums yeah. and all those issues that you described their first experience is with a uh, is is with a professional drum uh, set manufacturer and also obviously they're probably thinking of other digital uh, channels that they want to grow their their brand, so I think that's a that's a really great idea. Going back to Paradillo, growing your community, can you describe uh, the community personality so far? We we described one persona, which are real musicians. Mm-hmm. Are, are they? Can you describe others? Are they real hardcore VR gamers? Are they people just interested in sim training? Yeah. Or, uh, drum fanatics.
1: So when we first started, um, I'd say our community was leaning more um, like. It, existing musicians or drummers that were a bit more interested on the sim aspect of things and a bit more hardcore, I'd say. And that was because we didn't really release the first version of the app with this rhythm game mode I was talking about. So it was just the virtual drum kit. So you just had your realistic instruments, you would set them up and freely play. Um, And the feedback we got a lot was, um, there were a lot of people coming into the app who had never played the drums before, but you know, they would just say like, well, I I don't know how to play the drums, so I don't know how to use this F because I'm just setting up my drums and banging on them, but I don't know what to do. So after that, we decided to um, really appeal to that crowd a bit more. So that's when we added the rhythm game mode where um, you can really play a song on an easy difficulty and it's almost like playing an arcade game, Um, but it still starts teaching you some of those skills like timing and, know where your drums are laid out and over time if you make it all the way to the expert level like you can really um, like I'll regularly hear from our players will start in VR and then go to an actual drum kit and then their friends will be like so surprised because they're just like oh yeah I've just been playing in VR but like I can play the song now Um, so that's when we really started appealing to a bigger crowd I'd say and that's much more of the VR gamer crowd like they'll maybe come in having played other rhythm games, but they want to also learn a real life skill. Um, and then they kind of find that um, combination in because not only can you have fun, but you can also start teaching yourself skills you can apply to real life, right? Um, along with that, we also added lessons, uh, like 10 kind of basic lessons into the app. So if you don't know anything, it'll show you things like, you know, how to set up your snare drum and your hi-hat and you know, really basic concepts just to get you started and make that process slightly easier
0: it sounds like an all-in-one package for people to get on board with <laughs> yeah. real drum kits and gamifying it makes total sense are we far away where they can where someone let's say they're a music teacher and mm-hmm. they say hey this is super cool because you know i don't have to bring a drum set or bring people yeah. to my house i can be portable are we at that stage with Paradiddle? that a music teacher can then take this and teach this to students and it will be just as effective as real drums? Um,
1: well, I don't want to claim that it's just as effective quite yet, but, like, I have heard from um, music teachers who have incorporated it in their classes and especially in cases where, in case, like, again, you can't afford all the instruments, all the percussion instruments, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the app comes with over 60. Like, we have giant marimbas and xylophones and things, so... I've heard from music teachers, just like putting their students in there to show them that experience, to get them used to that a little bit. Um, And now actually another interesting thing is that with the release this week, we added multiplayer. So you can actually, like you and I can connect to each other and you will see all my drums and I I will see all your instruments and you can show me something right next to you and like I can repeat that and you can correct me if I'm wrong. So that opens up a whole interesting like new use case for remote teaching, I think, or even performances. Um, so that could be a totally new way. Like maybe you have a whole class in there and you're showing them something. Um, so I, I've been really excited about that, I think. Um, but yeah, it's just um, kind of, I, I just think about it as like removing the limitations of the real world and just making that experience more accessible. Like the more people we can have playing instruments, um, spending time in here, like. I think that's just overall positive, right?
0: Yeah, real real life skills are definitely yeah. important. Like you know, learning Beat Saber, which is a great yeah. game, but the real life skill you're not going to be able to have that applicable in the real world today, anyway. But drums for sure. Um, what other support and involvement are you looking for from the VR community to further enhance Paradiddle VR in the future?
1: Um, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, so I think in terms of support, as I said, like we just had this new big release this week. So I think I'm mostly excited about people using the app in interesting ways and recording that and showcasing that. Um, like Over the past year, we had to do a lot of work in trying to showcase different use cases. But now that it's out in the wild, like I just really want to see other people sharing their Um, You know, maybe you're a music producer using it in your workflow. Maybe you're a real drummer, you have a real drum kit and you're incorporating this to augment that. Like, I just wanna see all these use cases and how people are using that. Um, And more of that other people are sharing. I think it just helps grow our community. Um, And also feedback. Again, like I keep saying Discord, but since we launched earlier this week, I've just been on there nonstop, like responding to people's feedback and questions and everything and I've already written down a ton of stuff in terms of like what we can improve for the next update, like in a couple of weeks, um, that's just super helpful because the mixed, real, like mixed reality is so new um, as a concept and even the workflow we added as this, in this release, like the more we can understand about how people are using it, what their frustrations are, I think we just keep improving the app. Um, so yeah, that, that's mainly what I'm excited about, I think. Like now that it's out in the wild, just people using it.
0: That's great, and all those use cases make sense and Meta should be supporting them because it actually helps people buy the MetaQuest 3 with a real-world problem that they're solving. You yeah, know, I, mean, I really like the idea of multiplayer. Um, sorry, I cut you off, were you gonna say something? No,
1: I was gonna say, we do hear um, anytime I share a video lately, especially with the mixed reality stuff, people are like, oh, I need to buy a Quest just so I can like, do this with my drums. Yeah. I've I heard that a lot this year.
0: Yeah, I call it hobby training. All those hobbies that you can do virtually, I think it's definitely a, 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 a painkiller. For a lot mm-hmm. of people um, in terms of the uh responsive Par- paradiddles new feature with multiplayer i think that makes sense because you know teaching someone uh that may be in, in a different location like maybe even your real life music teacher what do you think about co-location because mm-hmm. i would think that you know co-location just seems like um something that a lot of developers aren't leveraging is it just too difficult Mm -hmm. with the way you have built paradiddle to actually have co-location and to have someone right next to you you guys could jam together learn from each other Mm -hmm. or is that just kind of a different experience because playing drums it's it's a one person thing i I don't have you thought about that
1: yeah um we've talked uh, we've thought about it a little bit i think the main difficulty right now is um it's sometimes hard enough to get like people with VR in general. So having them in the same place physically, um, like when I think about it as a developer, um, there's immediately like, I calculate the trade-off of like, okay, we're gonna spend this time developing this feature, but like how many people realistically will be in the same exact spot with their VR headsets, like trying to use the app in this way. And I think the use case um, question you mentioned is also interesting. like. I could see a co-located like band experience where people are on different instruments, maybe, and you know, in fact, that is something we're thinking about, maybe as part of parallel, maybe as something else, like in the future, um, but with the same instrument, same type of instrument, um, yeah, maybe this like teacher use case we were talking about, something like that, um, but yeah, I think we start we wanted to start with the kind of widest audience first and then start adding the more like niche features in um so yeah i mean we'd definitely be interested to explore it more i think we just wanted to but multiplayer gets people remote from each other like next to each other in vr right so that's kind of where we wanted to start and then i think we can build towards colocation
0: yeah i think that's a great use case of multiple drones because then you have you actually have a band so that, that makes total sense i always ask this what are some of your predictions in the industry for short-term, let's say three to five years, and then long-term, eight to whenever? Yeah,
1: it's um, <laughs> a good question. Uh, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm a huge believer in AR and mixed reality, yeah. I think. Um, just, you know, from Magic Leap and just seeing how the industry has been developing. Um, I do still believe that you know, AR or mixed reality devices will replace our current like computers and like most of the use cases that our current devices have, I think can be replaced by uh, these next generation of devices. Um, Estimating time has always been tricky because I was asked this question five years ago and I would, when I was at Magic Leap, I would also say in five years we'll be there. Um, But I, I do think this year, seeing everything coming out from Meta and Apple and everything, um, I think five, yeah, like four or five years is a good prediction for when, yeah, AR devices are becoming more mainstream. Um, and it's easier for me to say that about AR than VR because I do think AR has like much more applications that are outside of gaming that, like, a more mainstream audience might be interested in. Um, and then further on, I mean, there's just so much cool, like, just R&Ds going on on like AI or even brain interfaces. Like that's something, you know, that I think is really cool and just seems not explored that much right now. So I'm interested to see the next generation of like computing interfaces. What that's even going to look like. Like, are we going to see anything or are we just going to think it or just speak it and it'll just happen? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, am just excited to be part of it. I think it's just exciting to be a developer in that space, just seeing it evolve um, that fast.
0: Emory, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our interview anywhere, uh, people can find you and also how do they get to your community to contribute?
1: Uh, Yeah, I post sometimes on Twitter um, about the app and the development process. And then, yeah, our Discord, I think, is a perfect place to keep up with developments. I think it's discord.gg slash paradiddle. Pretty easy. Um, And, yeah, those would be the
0: best two places, I think. Awesome, Emery. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks.